Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Well, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I am doing just fine. Beautiful day as we're recording this, and oh. uh, it's just the perfect day in the fall. So, yes. yay. It was actually yes, kind so. of even hot. I even had my air conditioning on in my car for a little bit today. So, Whoa. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was lovely. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, yeah. Because uh, after all those days of gloom and doom and rain and yuck, it was... Yeah. Uh, it was nice to have the sunshine and the warmer weather because I got to tell you, somebody said there was something on Facebook that said um, went, uh, summer never even said goodbye. They just packed up their ST and left. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And it's, it's that the was truth. Just one and day and boom. And yeah, and then it was cold, and it's been cold like below average, I think, now for the last couple weeks. Yeah. So, but anyway, we have we to go windy in summer. I hope. I just said we haven't mm-hmm. had that. So let's see. Yeah. But here yeah, we are. So I have. I have to be, give a big couple birthday wishes out here. You yeah. Know? Go ahead. Well, I have a big birthday to my nephew, my nephew and godson, Mr. Jack Cadden, who is 14 years old today. He's my brother, Jimmy and Donna. Bartelli Cadden's youngest child, and he's 14, so happy birthday, Jackie boy. I love him, Jumpin' Jack Flash. I love him to pieces, and happy birthday from your um, favorite aunt. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I tell him all the time. And Deb Dudley's birthday is coming up. Deb Dudley's birthday is on um, the uh, 8th of October. Butchie Bestokey's birthday is... The 9th of October, I'm trying to think of a few others that happened this week um, that, that, of course, I can't at the moment, but lots of good people with um, Libra, Libras they are, and mm-hmm. they're all good. So, happy birthday. There's a lot of, uh, a, a lot of uh, anniversaries, too. A lot of people got married the first two weeks of October, you know, to mm-hmm. my cousin, Tabby Miller. Uh, who's, I, I don't even, I think it's at least 10 years they've been married. She and her husband, 
uh, got married, I think October 1st or 2nd. Uh, my stepson, Tyler DiNapoli, and his wife, Jessica Taven, uh, they celebrated their anniversary on October 2nd. And uh, there's just, you know, lots of people. That that time, that well, that's weekend because you, in October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. like it. As a matter of fact, when I was first engaged, because I'd been engaged yes. many times, <laughs> um, the first engagement, I was supposed to be married on October 10th. How about that? That oh. was going to be my, yeah. So um, that's a beautiful time of the year, usually. The, the, the yeah. foliage is beautiful and the, the, the air is crisp and people like it. It's kind of a, a yeah. good time. It's before the holidays and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's nice. So, yeah. Um, and yeah. Have, you been, so, uh, have you been getting any apples? Have you been to the farmer's market? I have not been to the farmer's market. I'm going to stop on Monday, but Doug Smith who has been playing or booking uh, musicians to play, which is one thing I love that the county does is give those grants for uh, musicians to play at the farmer's market. So while people are strolling about, they're also listening to some nice, all different types of music, and Doug plays there quite often. And so even if he doesn't, he always goes down to make sure whomever he booked is okay. And so he's been picking me. He actually bought me two heads of cauliflower the last two weeks, which were the first one I think I said to was gigantic. And he's been getting me apples. So he just bought me a couple honey crisp apples. And he, he said to me, I asked him, I said, when you go to Braces, because that's where he gets the apples for me, I said, see if they have McCown apples, because they're one of my favorite, my mother's favorites, and they're one of mine. And so Doug said, you know what's so wonderful about this answer? That when he said, do you have, because he couldn't see them, he, he didn't see any of the names there on the bushels, and he said, do you have McCown? And he said, how about the guy said to me, nope, they're not ready yet, they're still on the trees. <laughs> and Doug's like, how much more pure could that be? Like, they're on the yes. trees. So they come right from the trees into the bucket and to the farmer's market, which is a wonderful thing that, you know, that we're so lucky to have all of this in our own backyard here. Well, As I know I have, we've spoken uh, about before, but. Yeah, I've been going to uh, Miller Orchards, which is yep. really close to where I am. And they have them there, and, and they pick them. And they also have mm-hmm. another one of my faves, which is Cortland. I, I like Cortland, too, Yep, yeah, they're, they're one of my favorites, and I love Honeycrisp. Yep. So Because uh, it's I, a little I'm bit so sweet and crispy. Yes. At this time of the year, I love this. Love the crisp wow. apples. Yep. And I have to also say that Miller Orchards, they make their own pies. Uh, no, I know. Oh, oh, um, mm-hmm. it's, um, <laughs> stay yep. away, stay away. But yeah. I bought one. I bought one, and I took it to the lake, and I froze it. And I, I told Tyler and Jesse, I said, next time you come up, we will get it out, and we will all enjoy some really good apple pie. That's just there gonna you be go. wonderful. Yeah, there you go. And uh, so far, they've been uh, coming up on some weekend in October because they take Isla to Roba's farm, mm-hmm. and they it, and it, it, I guess it's just quite the thing to do because there's so oh, much yeah. there. 
And I've yeah, never and been there with kids. I, I mean, I don't know what they do, but I guess it's a big thing. Well, there's a corn maze, and there's I think they do hay rides and the apples and the, all the, the fun stuff, candy apples and all those kind of things. I think pumpkin picking, it's just a, a day out. You know, they have little, I yeah. think it's them who has like little wooden frames where you stick your face and your hands in and get your photos oh, yeah. and all those just fun kind of um, very much uh, fall uh, festivities. So, yeah, that, that's a big place. People go there all the time. And that is, it's a great, it's a great place. Well, when you get pumpkins, do you cook the pumpkins or just use them as ornamental things? No, I haven't even really gotten, I haven't even purchased real pumpkins lately. I do have to get one or two small ones. I just like to put them on my table or wherever I am just to yeah. be more decorative. I don't cut them out because I I kind of, you know, I have all these ceramic ones that I use and put um, candles in them and, and that's sort of how I do it, but... Um, yeah, because people eat the pumpkin seeds and bake them, and I, you know, yeah, I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I buy pumpkins. I get them usually wherever I I see them. If I stop on a farm stand, no matter where we are, get a couple little ones. Um, but um, they're. I just love them. I love the way they look, and um, but I haven't bought big ones like any. Just because I, I said I have all these ceramic ones that I kind of keep out, but. Um, yeah, I love them. I love pumpkins. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I don't buy them because uh, I just think that they end up, you know, imploding on themselves because mm-hmm. I don't, I've never really used a pumpkin for the meat of the pumpkin to make a pumpkin yeah. pie or something like right. that. It's so much work. Making you just yep. don't buy a can of pumpkin. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so much easier. But, but I one of my favorite pumpkin. Anything well, one pumpkin. of my favorite things is uh, something I did make. I, I did indulge in it. It's a uh, something I found a couple of years ago. But it's really, really basic. All you do is get a cake mix, uh, a, a can, fifteen ounce can of pumpkin puree and some mini chocolate chips. And you whip them all up together. You just blend it all in and put them in those little tiny mini cupcake uh, pans. And you pop them in the oven for 15 minutes, and I can't stop eating them. <laughs> you don't have to put eggs or anything? You don't have to no, do the mix because, No, because, because of the, the pumpkin. Because the of the pumpkin. The puree has the, has the moisture in it. And okay, that's all you cool. do. And Oh, it is How so big good. of a can, Lynn? So how how big of a can? Pump? 15 ounce. 15 okay. ounce. Yeah. Well, there you go. And you can get really any cake mix. I mean, the Duncan Hines, they say something about you should get the spicy one, you know, that has all the um, yes. nutmeg yes. and cinnamon Pumpkin, and that stuff. Yeah. But I just got the white one and then just put nutmeg and cinnamon and stuff in right. it. Right, add your own. Oh, yeah. it was so good. So good. So I only allow myself to indulge in that once a year because otherwise I'd eat the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's my, um, every once in a while I might make pumpkin seeds because I do love to eat those. But uh, it just, it's too much work. Same thing. Yeah. It's too much work to get the pumpkin seeds out. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, I love this time of the year with all the the squashes and the 
the apples and all the good stuff that you can eat. It's just the harvest. It's just a wonderful time of the year. I love it. Yeah, and I like that a lot of restaurants are also offering those kinds of things and really making use of what's currently available. That's it's a great thing. Love it. Yes, it's all good. It's all that stuff is just, it gets what, it's all about making and, and baking and all those things now. So that's always a good thing. Like even on Instagram, all you see are like wonderful recipes for this, that, and the other. And they mm -hmm. they all look so good. And I, and honestly, I've actually um, did a few screenshots of each thing and then I have to write them out on my recipe card so I have to get cracking with them this weekend because I think I have about um, 20 screenshots oh. of recipes. <laughs> well, because when, when are you going to you know, make all these? Well, no, no, no. It's not 20 recipes. It's 20 screenshots because some of the recipes are three screenshots oh, in one okay. because you have to, you know, you have to catch it on Instagram. Yeah. When it's on Instagram, it's a little bit different. So anyway, okay. so yeah, <laughs> easy stuff because I don't do the hard stuff, just the easy stuff. Well, and, I have uh, been uh, making food in the crock pot in the last two weeks that I haven't made in years. And yeah, I just love go. it. I love it. And and it occurred to me, you know, I've got my uh, my grill outside. Maybe I have to. It's time to bring the grill in. Although I hate to do that because that's really saying to me, it's over. You know, where do you You're where do you come keep out? that? Your garage in the garage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just walk it down the hill, and there it is. It's done for the year. But every once in a while, I love to just go out and throw a burger on or something like that, and. Uh, even though it's in the dark, which is kind of stupid, but at least to, you get that change of pace. You know, we leave ours out thing. all year. I don't put mine away at all. I mean, it's covered, but I don't. Yeah, I don't put it away because we, if we do want to do it during the winter or whatever, it's, it's right there. So I don't put it away. Well, that's good because you have a porch to put it on, but I don't. Yep. It's a patio. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if, if it's well, you, you know six to eight it. ten inches of snow, you can't do a damn thing. Yeah, but so what? As long as oh. it's covered, who cares? Well, true. Yeah. That's so true. anyway, on that note, yes. we are going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie Lynn Show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. 
I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am a certified financial planner and managing director of Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And how about if we uh, go back to some of our questions? I would love it. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. What would you not give up for $1 million in cash? Um, what would I not give up? Uh, um, I don't know. Like, you mean like a give up what? Like health or or, mm-hmm. or yeah. house or what? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Um, I I don't think I would for a million bucks. I don't think I'd give up my health. Yeah, and I my answer to that immediately was freedom. I would not, yeah. uh, you know, if you told me I'd give you a million bucks to stay, keep you behind the locked doors and whatever and you couldn't do what you wanted to do, I'd say, no, thank you. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. of the I think of the people in Ukraine and uh, all the stuff that they're going through and they really don't have the freedom that we have. And I just, I feel extremely grateful for the fact that we live where we live and that we have the ability to go out and do the things we want to do without anybody telling us you can't. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. so to me, freedom was the first thing that came to my mind. Here's another question. When do you feel most like yourself? When do I feel most like myself? When I'm, um, um, when I perform when I'm doing when I'm doing whatever I do whether it's my this show or my TV show or speaking with people or 
in front of people, like in an audience or when I have to lead something, I feel very much more like who I am. Okay. That's a good, that's a good answer. Yeah, I, I think I feel more like myself when I am by myself, which is just the opposite of you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when, when I, um, I, because I, I guess people say to me, you are an introvert. Yes, I am. Um, I, I much prefer my own company to anybody else. That <laughs> 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 does not sound good, but, no, but that's I okay. Feel, I just feel more relaxed about me, you know, when I'm by myself. And okay. it doesn't mean I don't like to be with people. That's not the case. It's just that I feel uh, more in touch with an, an honest, authentic self when I'm by myself. And so I don't feel that anything I'm doing or saying is has any other intention. And I, I'm sure that people don't say that I come across like that either, but I just feel, uh, I, I guess also I'd have to say with family, that's when I feel my most authentic self is just hanging around people who know me and there's no pretense and no need to have to be anything but what I am. Anyway, if I could, if I could grant you one wish, what would you wish for? Um, continued, um, continued, uh, happiness and living productive lives of both of my children. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? And, and I, I would say that um, I would wish for a, a good health and a long and happy life. You know, there's long lives, but they're not necessarily happy. A lot of right. people are lonely, they are depressed, um, they kind of shut down. I, I would like to be a very active, engaged person and live a long and healthy life. That's that's what I would there like. You yeah. Uh, well, I have a question that's with... off of that. Wait, let me ask you this. What? If you caught the 60-second ball of Aaron Judge's home run... <laughs> Would you yeah. keep it if you had the ability to make a couple million? Would you keep it or would you sell it? I'd sell it. <laughs> There's no question because it doesn't mean that much to me. I mean, no, to some me people, either. I know it does. Uh, I'd take the two mil. So here, have a I, good time. Well, I know because some of you were just talking about that. I said, absolutely. I'd sell it in a second. <laughs> in a second. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. What's your next question? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> if uh, oh, I forgot where I was now. Where did I go? Oh yeah. If you could live one day of your life over again, what day would you choose? Um. That would be. There'd be a few of those, but <clears throat> it would, uh, let's see, be, it would be, and it can't be one, it has to be both, it would be the birth of my children. Yeah. Okay. That's what I would want to do again. 
Yeah, that would be great. Yep, my answer what was... about you? Uh, my you? Uh, oh, I would definitely say uh, my wedding. Really? That, oh, we had a blast. We had such <laughs> fun that day. <laughs> Wait, you're I, supposed I, to say it, it was... <laughs> what? Why do you say it with such a quizzical way, Laurie? <laughs> Yeah. Why are you saying it that way? I just, I just think uh, <laughs> we'll put the personalities aside. But the fact was that it was it, I was so overwhelmed when I got to the back of the room after the ceremony, and I looked at the people in the audience who were there, and I it absolutely, I mean, it just really overwhelmed me. To see the all the people that I loved in the world were in that room at that time. Okay. All my family, friends, relatives. And if, it was just wonderful to have all those people in one place at one time. And they were there because of me and Patrick. And it, was, it was just a wonderful thing. I just that. It was such a high. I, I can't even begin to tell you, but the day was great. You know, we had good food, good time. The whole thing was just, it all went out without a hitch. Okay. And had things like uh, we had a, a harpist who I just, I could have listened to that woman just play the harp all night long. It was just beautiful. And then the DJ who was there, we had, we just had so much fun. It was a day that was filled with wonderful memories. And okay. that was a day that I would definitely live over again if I could. And especially because a lot of the people who were there aren't on the planet anymore. It would be really nice to see them. Um, what word best describes the way you've spent the last month of your life? Stressful as all get out. Stressful as all get out. Yeah. For reasons of which we will not discuss. But yeah, no. stressful as could be. How about and you? Was, How about your well, emotions? My, <laughs> I would say it's been um, it's been trying. And, and I think that because I've been on some medication that is, um, it, it's a steroid and it makes you ravenous. And I think I cannot find enough food to stuff in my mouth that satisfies this need to keep eating. I feel like I, my grandfather used to say you'd have a wooden leg. You know, uh, well, hollow leg. hence the fact, hence, hence the fact that you've eaten every one of those cupcakes. So, <laughs> not, not, yet. Every, not yet. There's still five okay, left. Okay, well, you're working your way there. I am. I was going to say, every Patrick has to have some. Well, he does. He does. Yes, but I don't course. let him know that there's still any left. So that's the end of that. There um, we go. Okay. What is your most prized possession? Oh, God Almighty. People are going to be bored with my answers because it's always the same thing. Of course, my children. But they're not your possessions. They are my possessions. Um, no, I, I guess that would be true. That's not possession. Um, mm, 
It would. Uh, you know what? There's almost all my things that I have around. I love it. Be my house and and everything yeah. that I have in it, and uh, and the collectibles and the things that I love and make me happy. And when I walk in my house, I see them and I smile. So my house and and the contents. Okay. All right. And my answer to that would be um, some some jewelry that I have that all of it actually came from Patrick. And I was never somebody who cared about jewelry at all. Uh, it just didn't do anything for me. But he was somebody, is somebody, who always loves to buy jewelry. And I kept, you know, poo-pooing at you like, don't, don't, I don't buy any. I don't want any. I don't want any. But then he would do it anyway. So what I ended up with are a lot of things that um, have to do with my birthstone, which is sapphire. And I have really just learned to uh, enjoy them and love them for what they are. And I, I never think about them. Uh, I often just throw on the same three or four things every day when I walk out of the house. But I've noticed lately that I keep saying, what are you, what are you saving them for? Where are them? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and and so that's a good thing. It's it's kind of opening my eyes to the fact that, you know, this is stupid. Why should I just give them to my nieces and say, here, enjoy? They're mine. I should put them on and wear them. Right. And you so. could also be like Moira Rose of Schitt's Creek and wear your pins and jewels with your pajamas and your robe and all that. <laughs> and that's what I do. When I wear my nightgown, I put on a pretty sweater as a robe in the obviously in the winter and fall and i pin a brooch onto my uh my either the middle area if it doesn't close like it doesn't button or on the side and i say i'm just just call me moira rose because you can look pretty even if you're in your pajamas so yes ma'am there you go <laughs> <laughs> Do we I have done, time for another visit no, yeah, but that was a vision I just had. I know. <laughs> I love it. Oh, love it. Actually, we don't. We're just going to have okay. to call it quits here and say <laughs> you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we will be right back with our special guest expert, Mike McHale. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. 
the well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC certified public accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this, this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account, uh, my payroll taxes. They take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am Managing Director and Certified Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us today is one of our guest experts, Mr. Michael McHale. Mr. Michael McHale, who is a CPA with the CPA firm of Barbetti McHale, LLC, certified public accountants at 1421 East Drinker Street. And Mike, here we go again, in good old Bucktown or Dunmore, Pennsylvania. Mike is here. We're going to talk about all things accounting and the procedures and all the other stuff that go along with being in this business. So welcome back, Mike, and how's everything going? Well, things are well, and thanks for having me again. Uh, you know, one thing to clarify that we won't put everybody asleep by talking accounting, uh, but, <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, I appreciate you guys having me. So tell us what we need to know about next week. Well, I mean, that's a good point. Next week, the, uh, it's actually on 10-17 because the 15th falls on a Saturday is the, the final deadline for your individual tax returns. So um, anybody out there who needs to get them done, this isn't a an advertisement for help because we're, we're getting very late and we're very busy too. But but uh, try to talk to your tax advisors and, you know, reach out. If you do need any help, obviously we'll help any way we can, but uh, next week is the final deadline, so uh, make sure you get all your tax filings done and your taxes paid uh, so things don't start to 
add taxes and penalties like the IRS likes to do. So a uh, very important deadline. And like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a final one. So, um, and, and to be honest with you, I haven't even filed mine yet. So uh, probably next weekend I'll be doing mine just like uh, many of the people who work here uh, do the same. We, we put our clients first, of course. But uh, I have to get mine done too. So, yeah. uh, so Kim yeah. and I will be working late next weekend. Well, uh, just one question, though. I think people are a little confused about this, and and I think it's an important point to make. A lot of people believe that if you go on extension, which is what we're talking about here, so that you don't file your tax returns by April fifteenth or whatever that date is, the Monday, that you have an option to extend the time to file your returns until any time between that date, October 15th, I'm sorry, April 15th and October 15th, or like I said, if it falls on a, on a weekend, you get the next Monday. But the important thing to remember, too, is that you have to pay your taxes in April, you know, you have to get that money in, and so your accountants will generally give you an idea of, of an estimate of what you should put aside, but it doesn't absolve you from paying your taxes. And I think a lot of people think, oh, I'd like to go on extension because I don't have to pay them until October. Isn't that right, Mike? You make a great point, and uh, it, it's exactly as you said. I can't even expand any more. Uh, the, the April 15th extension is not an extension of the money you owe. It's just an extension of time, whether to file. So, yes, that's where a lot of times your tax provider come in handy, where they could estimate, even based on last year, an estimate's still better than nothing. So as long as you're paying in what you believe is and is close to what you owe or, or better than what you owe, uh, you're going to be fine. But otherwise, if you don't, and you, as you said, if you t just think, well, I'll just pay on the uh, October 15th, I have plenty of those people who do that as well, even though every year we, we do explain to them that's not true. Um, but on, on 10-15, you're going to owe plus uh, penalties and interest for, for late payments. It's not a late filing penalty, uh, but you, you will be penalized for, for paying late. Uh, is it exorbitant? No, obviously, depending on what you owe, it, it, it's not a ton, but still, it's money out of your pocket that you didn't need to do. So, uh, something we stress to every one of our clients, and it's a great point. Um, so, Mike, okay. we talk, we're talking to, I mean, um, is there anything else you want to say about next week before we move on, or are we pretty cool with that? No, I, I, I think that's, that's good. And, you know, and I, I think t to your point, um, I think what we would talk about next is, um, well, as a matter of fact, I, I wasn't on last month because of uh, uh, an not an issue going on, a, a, a formality that our firm uh, had to go through, which is called peer review. And, I um, mean, you, know, you guys, of course, can ask questions, but I'll give, just give you a background of in the accounting industry. This is not that it's that... Uh, uh, interesting to the listeners, but nonetheless, it, it's something that I think would show how much certified public accountants have to go through to to earn your trust and to earn banks' trust and to earn third uh, third party uh, people who rely on our financial statements. It earns their trust because we go through what we call a peer review system, which is 
exactly what a peer review is. We have another firm come in, and the firm that we hire uh, has to be certified uh, with the ICPA, but they're out of Pittsburgh, and they come in three, every, other, every third year we're required, as long as we do audits, uh, we're required to have a peer review done. And a firm came in uh, a couple weeks ago uh, when I was due to do the show, and, uh, and I had to cancel, obviously. But uh, So a team comes in and reviews uh, a lot of the documents that we do, our work paper preparation, uh, the support for all the numbers that we would put in the report, and to ensure that we're both technically sound and all of our work papers would stand on their own. God forbid you go into, you, you, you get sued or a client gets sued. We have backup for everything that we've done and everything to support. We, as in the accounting industry, um, police ourselves, but the oversight of that, that process is extensive. Uh, to the point where we don't know who they come in, we don't know what clients they're going to pick until they get here. Um, they go through them thoroughly and provide uh, a, a lot of uh, comments, suggestions, um, if there's anything wrong. And you know, I, uh, it, it's it's a it's a grueling process because obviously we think we do great work here. We're proud to represent our name out there to any audit uh, that would come out. Uh, any comp and a review, they review them all. So it is an extensive process. We pay for it, of course, as well. Uh, so we do this to ourselves in the accounting industry, believe it or not. But it's an extensive, extensive process that our firm just went through, and it's the first one that I went through with my name on the door. I have been through them before, and I actually I was a peer reviewer uh, at a prior firm, and I'd go out and do them uh, once in a while as part of a team because I had specializations that – uh, not many people would have, but um, this 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 group came in. And they were great. Uh, we did pick a group that has the reputation to be a little tougher than most. Uh, and typically, you wouldn't do that. You wanna you wanna get along with them, and of course, we did. But we we wanted to be challenged, and make sure that uh, we, we went up against a, a firm that would would give you the the comments and the issues that anything that would happen. Uh, they would give it to us, and, and they were great. And uh, it, it, we were very, very proud to uh, come out with a very good response. So we have a clean report. Uh, they were very happy with what they saw. Uh, I'm very, very, very proud of all the guys and women here uh, that work with us. And, uh, you know, the, the team members that we have just are second to none. And I'm very, very proud to the first time going through, going through with these guys because I really – it was a very stressful process, but with these guys, I knew we'd be okay. I knew we'd come out on top because we actually over-audit, and, and I don't think that's a bad thing. We do ask a lot of questions. We do have a lot of work papers to back everything up. Uh, it's something that uh, we probably do a little too much work. So, But you as a client would be able to go to a bank and anywhere, and, and our, our name and our reputation is, is uh, top of the line, and we want to keep it that way, and we want to grow it even further if we can. So uh, it's a very important thing that we do. I'm very, very happy it's over, but I'm very proud of everybody here to to uh, to dig in and, and get through everything, answer all the questions. A lot of us get interviewed uh, with the team and so on and so forth. So, uh, But everything came out very good. I'm happy to announce, and, and uh, I did want to just explain that to everybody, all the listeners, to see just really what we go through. We just don't go through and then throw a bill your way. A lot of this stuff has to, we have to back up every number, um, any, any significant numbers along the way, 
to make sure that we could represent to a, a firm or, God forbid, a lawsuit that our, our financial statements are part of a lawsuit. Well, we have to back them up, and we have to have support, and we have to adhere to all the standards that uh, our clients hire us to know. And uh, this is part of the process that, that we were just through. And like I said, very happy that it's over and very happy that we have a significantly good income, uh, outcome. So uh, I think Mike, that's it. <laughs> Mike, why, why does it uh, – I know there's, there's value in it. I understand what you're saying. But when you go to this peer review, you said that you picked a certain firm because you knew – that they were really pretty tough, that they, they would be yep. very, very thorough. When do you get to pick uh, who it is that that comes and does the peer review? Well, that's, you a great that? That, that's a great point. And a lot of people, a lot of firms will do it based on price. You know, a firm will come um, in and offer X amount of dollars, so on and so forth. Uh, we had a peer reviewer that, uh, that had done with Mike Barbetti in the past. And unfortunately, well, fortunately for him, I guess, but he sold his firm, uh, his firm was sold to a larger firm that no longer does peer reviews. So then you're on the lookout for another one. And, and, and the AICPA or the PICPA will uh, offer suggestions and give you a list of, of certified uh, uh, firms that will do it and are very good at it and they re- would recommend. So what we did is just that. We went to the the, uh, the entities to see who they would recommend. And they gave us a bunch of them. We, we called these people from Pittsburgh. We like it to be out of our service area. And, uh, yeah. and they were great. They ended up being great. But, again, they had a reputation. They're, they're very, very fair, and that's all we asked for. As long as they're fair mm-hmm. and they come in and, you know, they're not going to, you know, we're not going to beat each other up. We knew our, our, our work would stand on its own. So it, 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 that's, it, it, it's a great point because it, it, it's a little odd that you pick someone who, to come in to, to opine on you, but they're under such great scrutiny when they go through these testings because all their work papers that they do, and it's extensive that they have to do, they have to send in to get approved at the entity level. Wow. Uh, so we, we don't have a, a copy of our report yet, uh, but mm-hmm. it, it's forthcoming. We know it's positive, and it still has to be approved, of course, but uh, we're confident that everything was, was good because they're a very good firm that we hired, and, uh, and, and we're, we're confident in our work as well. And you have to do this every three years? <laughs> every three years, yes. And wow. I, 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 as an added benefit to me, because we bought this firm right near when the last one was, uh, they gave an extra year, so I, I believe that now we only have two two years. We have to do it again. So, but that's oh, okay. No. That's okay. It's uh, there. It, it, it was a great experience, and like I said, I'm confident in the, in the work that we do would stand on its own to anybody. Congratulations! There we go. That's a, yeah, that's a yeah, lot of back. Yeah, yeah, but it's also good for people to understand, Mike, what you guys go through and what has to be done and how that works. So yeah. there we go. Yeah. So Mike, go ahead. I, what I was just going to end on with, with exactly because, it, and I know Laura, you sit on a lot of nonprofits, a lot of boards when you, when you ask for uh, requirements or, or um, uh, anything to try to get a new auditor in there, a lot of them ask for the peer review letter. And, uh, and yep. it's important to look at uh, for, yep. for any entity who, you know, is looking for and check their peer review letter. Make sure that they're they've done a peer review. Number one and number two that it's clean. You know that that'll show you how, what good of a firm it is because they have people come in and review them. 
that's the reason for the program, in my opinion. There you go. Well, Mike, if anyone needs your help or needs to talk to you or someone at your firm, how can they get in touch with you? Well, you had said it at the beginning. We're at 1421 uh, East Drinker Street in Dunmore. Uh, good old Dunmore, as you always say. And 570-346-2057 is the, the way to get in touch with us by phone. There you go. Well, Mike, thank you, and congratulations on the um, this being behind you. And, and uh, keep on doing what you're doing well. And we thank you for your sponsorship and for being a good part of our community and we will see you again next week everybody else have a wonderful weekend thank you so much for listening see you next week be safe and please be nice bye bye